0: Hey, finance folk! Welcome back to the EU Finance Podcast. My name is Ladas Polobinskas, and today we're going to talk about something that deals with mind-boggling amounts of money. Tens of trillions of euro. Yes, you heard me right. Tens of trillions of euro. We're going to clear the air. We're going to clear the way to a better understanding of financial markets infrastructure. We're going to clear up any misunderstanding about why we're doing what we're doing. Yep, you guessed it. We're going to talk about clearing. I've asked Jenny Robertson, the head of the Financial Markets Infrastructure Unit of DG FISMA, which is what I like to call the Ministry of Finance of the EU, to join me today. She's going to clear it up for us. Hi, Jenny. Welcome to the podcast. I'm glad to see you here today. Hi,
1: good morning. How are you? I'm doing
0: I'm doing great, um, though I'm a little confused about clearing, and I'm sure you're going to clear that up for me. So let's jump right into it. What is clearing and how does it work?
1: Okay, I mean, clearing is, is a process where central counterparties, also known as CCPs, put themselves in between different parties of a contract or a financial instrument or a product. In this way, by putting themselves in the middle, they become the buyer to every seller and the seller to every buyer. It's a bit like the center of a bicycle wheel, which is connected to all the spokes. CCPs become the focal point for derivatives transactions, linking the financial system together.
0: Hmm. So, so, financial instruments, so we're talking about uh, uh, derivatives that you mentioned. Are we talking about stocks as well?
1: Yep. Uh, derivatives, you can clear, you can clear lots of different financial instruments. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the proposal we're talking about today is, is focused on derivatives, but there are also different types of clearing. repos, for example,
0: are also clear. I understand. Okay. Um, you mentioned CCPs, um, what role do they play in the clearing process? But first, what are they? Are they like houses where the money goes in and goes out or?
1: As I said, the CCPs are a bit like the site center of a bicycle wheel, which is connected to the spokes. They put themselves in the middle of these contracts and their main purpose is to manage the risk that one of the parties to a contract Mm. defaults, i.e. they don't actually fulfill their commitments to the contract. So if the contracts are cleared by a CCP, if one party defaults, the CCP will take on all the risks. We'll deal with it. We'll manage the situation. But this also means that a lot of risk is concentrated in CCPs, mm. as you can imagine. They have to be very uh, carefully regulated and supervised. And this, but the CCPs uh, um, are covered by strict rules. Uh, they're covered by, in Europe, uh, AMIR, the European Market Infrastructure mm-hmm. uh, Regulation. And the rules of AMIR set out the different standards they have to comply with in such a situation. So for example, the rules require them to be able to manage the default of their two largest members. Mm-hmm. So if their two largest members stop uh, paying and uh, don't aren't able to fulfill their commitments, the CCP will be able to deal with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Rather than the risks of someone defaulting, spreading through the financial system as it did in 2009, mm-hmm. the risks of one default spreading through the financial system are therefore limited. But this also helps increase transparency because Everyone knows that cleared contracts, the risk is reduced and concentrated in the CCP, whose main job is to manage this risk. This makes it also easier for regulators and supervisors to get a good idea of where the risks are Mm -hmm. in the financial system and be able to anticipate them and manage them if necessary.
0: So what did the commission propose in its December 2022 CMU package regarding clearing?
1: Yeah, last year, at the end of the year, we adopted a package of measures to to help us build a a stronger and sounder uh, CMU, Capital Markets Union. Mm -hmm. Um, The clearing part of the package uh, was a number of different measures. Uh, First of all, we proposed amendments to the European market infrastructure regulation, which, as I said, uh, regulates derivatives markets and CCPs and the clearing uh, of uh, financial instruments. But it also uh, comes forward with amendments for the capital requirements regulation and the directive and the investment firm's directive and the usits directive and the money markets funds (laughs) regulation. So basically, we came forward with an awful lot of amendments Uh and all these amendments together uh, should help encourage uh, clearing to make it uh, more attractive, to make it safer, to make sure that CCPs are safer. And that uh, our uh, open strategic autonomy is uh, is strengthened.
0: Okay, okay. Um, I I wanted to touch on this. Why was it necessary to do this in order to increase the EU's EU CCP's attractiveness and limit over reliance on non EU ones? I mean, was 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 there something wrong before?
1: The clearing is is an, an important dimension of the capital markets union. Financial infra- market infrastructures, of which CCPs are one, mm-hmm. the central counterparties. And the services that they provide are the foundation stones on which CMU is built. Everything that happens behind the scenes uh, of the market mm-hmm. uh, goes through these infrastructures. And that's why the European Union needs a competitive and modern clearing system. EMIR uh, uh, established a robust framework uh, for the clearing of, uh, of our central clearing, but also it showed uh, our research over the last couple of years showed that the current framework has proven overly complex Mm -hmm. and a bit difficult to to manage. Uh, So, for example, one of the the proposals we came forward was to make it easier for CCPs to launch new product lines, to offer new services. And this will allow EUCs to be able to do this easier, more quickly, responding to market uh, demand, responding to the the different uh, situations, and therefore, Offering more choice to, to businesses, to clients alike. This will help uh, the EU's the CCP's competitiveness and uh, increase the attractiveness of the European Union as a place to do business. Mm-hmm. Um, turning to the over reliance yeah. uh, aspect, yeah, I mean, the, the Commission has had uh, concerns about the possible financial stability risks uh, of an excessive reliance of EU financial markets on a few entities. Uh, outside uh, the European Union, notably the United Kingdom. Mm. I mean, it's no secret. Um, uh, These concerns are not limited, though, to the Commission. Uh, The European Securities Markets Authority, ESMA, has also expressed concerns in a report uh, from December 2021. And we have repeatedly asked market participants to voluntarily reduce their excessive reliance to to these uh, third-country CCP's. The the December package aims to address the vulnerabilities that have been identified by the Commission and other EU bodies such as ESMA, uh, stemming from the excessive reliance on these uh, certain uh, third-country CCPs that are deemed to be so-called substantially systemic. That means very, very, very important Mm -hmm. for the European Union. And we do that by ensuring that there is a, a competitive and efficient clearing system in the European Union that is safe and resilient the main concern is that from these ccps is that uh, in a stress scenario for example there is little guarantee that the eu interests would be taken into account and uh, it might end up uh, uh, where uh, uh, we have no say uh, at all and yet the impacts would have a substantial impact on the european union and that's why we have to address these uh, these uh, these this situation and uh, uh, We are proposing to do so by making the EU a competitive, efficient, modern clearing system that is safe and resilient.
0: Got it. Okay. Now I'm going to jump in here with sort of a surprise and what might sound slightly controversial surprise question. Um, uh, Knowing, having read the the, the press material about this, that an awful lot of Euro-denominated stuff gets cleared in the UK um, and... Uh, heading off the Brexiteers, the hardcore Brexiteers of the past, saying the EU is doing this only to get back at us for leaving for for leaving the EU. Is there any truth in that or is this just the EU making sure that its interests are are, are covered?
1: I think the phrase that always springs to mind in such circumstances is it's not about you. So it's not about the UK. It's uh-huh. about us. Okay. Um, and, uh, uh, it is about us. It's about us ensuring that our interests are adequately protected and about us ensuring that our financial stability is managed appropriately.
0: Got it. Excellent. Well put. Um, okay. Uh, I always love to ask the question about impact as in, um, I don't think this is probably going to have much impact on me as an individual, but it sounds like it's going to have a large impact. What what impact are, is this proposal going to have on different interested parties?
1: Well, I'm not sure how long you've got. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we wrote, we wrote a 120-odd page impact assessment, which goes into this in a lot of detail. But uh, I mean, the, the measure should bring a, a broad range of benefits to different actors mm-hmm. who are involved in the clearing chain. To give just but a few examples, yeah. um, U- European CCPs will benefit because they can bring new products to the market mm-hmm. and compete for business more easily um clearing members that is mainly banks uh will be able to benefit from uh quicker uh clearing offers so more products becoming available more quickly mm-hmm. that they want to choose more choice um, um, and uh, more confidence in a safer system, system of the European CCPs uh clients which is uh, your non-financial firms um uh, but also some small smaller or medium-sized financial market mm-hmm. participants, they'll benefit uh, in this proposal for more transparency about the the how the markets work and uh, how they can provide uh, collateral uh, as support for any transaction. They will also be able to benefit uh, on more information about what products are available, where to clear, so, so they can make a more informed uh, choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the proposal also uh, widens the range of uh, collateral that could be used uh, to bank and public guarantees, which is something that we learned from the experience in the energy markets recently. Right. Other firms, so uh, corporates, for example, will be able to benefit from the changes that we made on how the the, uh, the clearing thresholds, that is over which uh, you're obliged to clear, um, to take into account recent developments, uh, for example, in commodity derivatives. but. I mean, all these benefits doesn't mean that there won't be any costs. Let's Mm -hmm. be honest about it. There will also be costs. But overall, the proposed uh, measures should have a positive impact by, first of all, improving the attractiveness of European CCP, Mm -hmm. so building a a deeper clearing system in the European Union. They should also, uh, secondly, uh, help safeguard European financial stability by, uh, for example, uh, setting up a more... uh, cross-border perspective on uh, the supervision of Europe, European CCPs and the cleaning eco- ecosystem mm-hmm. as a whole, but also by reducing the excessive reliance on third-country CCPs. And, uh, yeah, uh, that, uh, I think, is, is it.
0: Well, that sounds like a, a lot of benefits. Wider, brighter, more choice. It sounds like we're doing the right thing. Okay, and then, of course, the traditional last question. When will all of this become applicable? When does it go into effect? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: An honest answer. Yes. What, what, what is no, I mean, uh, to be, I mean, that is the real thing, because good. honestly, mm-hmm. it's not in our hands. Uh, the proposal is now with the European Parliament mm-hmm. and the Council for consideration, and we hope that they make uh, good progress uh, over the, the, the coming year, because we would like to be able to see it uh, in, uh, in application as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. so we can benefit from it, uh, as we've talked about. But uh, the file will only apply after it's been adopted by the Parliament and Council.
0: So the Commission has done its job and now it's in the hands of the Parliament and, and the Member States.
1: Yes. Sounds the ball's good. been passed to them. <laughs> indeed.
0: indeed. Okay, Jenny, thank you so much for joining me today. I do indeed have a clearer picture of what clearing is all about and what uh, the Commission has proposed. So thank you very much for for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks a lot. Okay. Not the simplest of subjects, but I think I've got some takeaways. First, the UK doesn't have a monopoly on clearing. The EU has local CCPs, central clearing parties, and they're important for our own financial well being. So it totally makes sense for the EU to strengthen their environment. Like Jenny said, it's not about you, it's about me. Second, we need safe, robust, and attractive clearing for a well-functioning capital markets union. If clearing does not function efficiently, financial institutions, companies, and investors face more risks and higher costs. Third, if I got it right, the proposed measures will have a positive impact by improving the attractiveness of our own EU CCPs, they'll safeguard EU financial stability in the EU, and in a cross-border context, reducing excessive reliance on third-country CCP's. All good things. That's all for today. Do please tell others about this podcast. Like and subscribe, like and subscribe. Until next time, bye!